0: Friendship in the Bible. How does it work? What does the Bible have to say? Do we even have to be friends? On this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Hey friends out there, thanks for joining us on this week of Inverse. We're so glad that you are joining here in the studio with my friends about talking about the Bible. And this episode, we're looking at friendship. And before you react and be like, what, friendship? Friendship is one of the most important relationships we have in our lives. And sometimes when we leave school and we're out on, the, on our own, and, and especially in our 20s, we have to make friends again. And for some people, that's actually a difficult process, mm-hmm. especially if, uh, if work is of a particular uh, environment and school is of another. How do you actually engage in friendship with another person? So we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. Uh, And if we're not careful, friendship can be just haphazard. We're going to look at what the Bible has to say. Mm -hmm. And the Bible has a lot of principles on friendship. Before we read scripture, uh, Siku, can you pray for us? Sure.
1: Loving Father, we're so thankful that we can come to your word to learn about this topic that is so crucial in our lives. Mm -hmm. We pray that you would grant us understanding through the Holy Spirit. And ultimately that we can gain friendship with God himself. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And then Jonathan, chapter 18, verse 1 through 5, if you can read that for us. Yes. Now, when he had finished speaking to
2: Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would not let him go to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. All right.
0: Uh, before we get to scripture, I'll ask a general question to all of you. Like, What kind of friends, what type of friends are out there in the, in the world, in society?
3: The first kind of friend that I can think of is a frenemy. Is a frenemy. <laughs> okay. They exist, friends that are... That you have that are actually your enemies. Yeah, half yeah. enemy, half friend.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. sad. That's the first thing that you thought of. That's the first
3: thing. Oh, we yeah, live yeah, in yeah. a sinful world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Good you thing
3: you're not my friend. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like giving me that look. Uh, sorry, dude. I have a I yeah.
2: I I one kind of friends that I really appreciate. I have a friends that. I can engage in a conversation with, and a deep conversation with, and where there is an interest uh, of each other's um, uh, lives, and and where we can share experiences. And it's not just uh, uh, doing things together, but really just talking and and having a a deeper conversation Mm -hmm. than just the superficial things. Mm
1: -hmm. And um, we're talking about friendships in our lives. Uh, One of the friendships I appreciate, friends that you don't have to you don't have to talk you don't have to mm-hmm. say anything you don't see each other for years and you meet up and it's like you not a day pa- exactly yeah it, yeah but not that you went back in time but you yeah. pick up in terms yeah, of the yeah. closeness it's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um and no matter how many years pass by uh, that closeness isn't diminished yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah i i for me it's it's very difficult well you know all throughout your childhood your friends are kind of naturally by osmosis through the, the classes that you take but when you leave school and you enter work, you have to kind of make friends for the first time in mm-hmm. an intentional way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird, awkward, uh, especially in a workplace. And then after having kids, it, after that point, you don't choose your friends. Uh, you're friends with the parents of your children's friends. <laughs> so you're kind of stuck with these people. Uh, really, and, and you have mutual interests, mutual objectives. And so you become friends with them. But it's very important because friendships uh, impact... Spiritually, the trajectory of where your development will go in the future, and in many ways, especially in our twenties, we have the ability to choose those friendships. One of the most profound relationships is found in chapter eighteen, and what's going on in there, Israel? uh, Give some context for chapter eighteen. So,
3: there's perhaps in all of Scripture the, the the ideal example of friendship is the example that exists between david and jonathan Mm -hmm. david is one of the greatest heroes in the bible it talks about it is through the line of david that the messiah would be born Mm. david is supposed to be this great king one of the greatest kings in all of israel he Mm -hmm. is one of the most beautiful songwriters in all of scripture Mm -hmm. and uh he you know he was a good-looking individual strong courageous person Mm -hmm. who completely killed and took out delivered israel took out goliath and so david is a person that a lot of people think about when they think about scripture Yet Jonathan here is the subject of chapter eighteen the verse the first five verses mm-hmm. if you if you read those verses, look at how many times Jonathan is the subject of 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 the story here It says that Jonathan was the one that loved David as his own soul. It was Jonathan uh, that along with David made that covenant. It was Jonathan that took off his robe and gave it to David and he gave him his own armor and his own sword and his own bow and his own belt mm-hmm. and Although on Earth, David is a very uh, big superhero when it comes to uh, the Christian and and the Bible student. Yeah. It is Jonathan who, in the books of Heaven, is is admired admired for probably one of the best examples of unselfish love, mm-hmm. where he even though he is the the, the rightful heir to yeah. the he's kingdom, he's the of royal. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he he understands that God has chosen David, and he willfully steps out of the way and agrees to empower David mm-hmm. to take a position that from an earthly perspective belongs to him and there is from this from this perspective there is no greater example of what a true friend what a real friend
0: is I love verse 1 it says the soul of Jonathan meaning his, mm-hmm. his innermost parts was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul mm-hmm. I mean this is you know you don't see this kind of tight friendship mm-hmm. uh, these days um, C.S. Lewis said that one of the, one of the, uh, the disadvantages or, or negatives of homosexuality is not all the other arguments that people are talking mm-hmm. about, but it actually erodes where two people of the same gender are cannot be as close as mm-hmm. they can because there's the fear of being, being thought of as a romantic mm-hmm. uh, relationship. And many uh, who read this passage itself mm-hmm. think yeah. that this is a romantic language, sure. a romantic relationship. Um, but it it is kind of a guy thing, no? Mm-hmm. Like Jonathan, we're tight. We're like really tight. We're like really, really. T- I mean, there's there it's is even in our in our society, <laughs> there a bromance is the closest thing we can get. Mm-hmm. But if you get closer than that, there is a certain level of 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 awkwardness, a barrier that where Fear. there's no barrier here. Mm-hmm. There's no barrier mm-hmm. here. I can't
1: relate. <clears throat> I'm not a, I'm not a dude, so. Well, uh, but, but women have, uh, I feel like women uh, have more license to, to, you know, to develop close relationships, uh, so societally, you know, um, to speak their hearts and, you know, and, but something that, That strikes me in terms of Jonathan and David's relationship in the previous chapters in 1 Samuel. um, You know, we have chapter 17 where David, you know, slays Goliath. Mm -hmm. Um, But all the way back to chapter 14, you have Jonathan doing these amazing feats, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Jonathan is, is out there. Single-handedly de- de- defeating an entire garrison of Philistines, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you get the the famous phrase: "God can save by many or by few." It was mm-hmm. Jonathan who was out there, and he's—I mean—he's this incredible man of faith mm-hmm. and a man of war, you know, who goes in the strength of the Lord and defeats. So, uh, when you when you get to chapter 17 and Jonathan sees David doing this as well, mm-hmm. David is his kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? Jonathan is. Jonathan is that kind of a person and David is that kind of person as well and their souls are knit together in a kinship because they have a similar relationship with God and a similar faithfulness mm-hmm. and and i i read somewhere in studies that jonathan and david are probably about 10 years apart in age mm-hmm. um so that jonathan is kind of like an older brother sort of like mm-hmm. you know this is my younger counterpart and and they develop this strong friendship it's like he sees a younger version of him mm-hmm. you know in jonathan mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. in david yeah, yeah, this yeah. is i think it's
2: powerful the fact that here jonathan is spiritually mature uh more mature than his own father mm-hmm. and sees yeah. in david uh, not just the true king, but someone who is faithful to God. And this is what connects them. So the foundation for their friendship is really their, their faithfulness to God, their belief in God, their trust in God, and their willingness to serve God, I mean, even at the risk of their own lives. I mean, both of them ran into their, from an earthly perspective, death. Mm-hmm. But God blessed them as they did. So I, I love the fact, and I think this is a very important principle when it comes to finding friends. Look for people that where you can... But the foundation of your friendship will be spiritual. Mm-hmm. a foundation of your friendship is we, we serve the same God and we serve a God who has a purpose for both of us
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love I love how verse five it follows right it, it, it follows what Jonathan does for David. It says, you know that Jonathan gave David his armor, his sword, mm-hmm. his bow, and his belt, and then I love the effect of that cause in verse five. it says, so." David went out wherever Saul sent him, and it says he behaved wisely. Mm-hmm. It, I, I like to think of it as, you know, the impact that Jonathan had on David was manifested in David going uh, and and uh, executing the, the commands that Saul gave him but of behaving himself in a wise way. And I think that that's ultimately the effect of a genuinely strong friendship, that there is a situation where uh, two individuals help each other, not just relate better or draw closer to God, but also become better citizens of mm. the places where they live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, um, we're looking at the concept of God's will, and sometimes uh, we will talk about, uh, if we haven't talked about already, children family. And sometimes if without God, God's will being looked at we just kind of float from one stage of life and engage from this and just naturally just mm-hmm. you know absorb into things but the Bible says that uh, we need to be proactive in choosing friends mm-hmm. yes and friends have an impact on on our even our eternal salvation mm-hmm. so question I have for you this is how what are some principles what how do we know um, obviously there are acquaintances and compatriots we always come into contact with and that's we have no control over that yeah but really good friends yeah. that we really want to cherish and hone. How do we find? What are the parameters? What is God's will for us in those kind of arenas?
2: Um, Jonathan. If we can read from Proverbs, Proverbs. Uh, chapter 12, yes. verse 26. Proverbs
0: 12, six. 26. 26.
2: Proverbs 12, 26. 26. 26. Proverbs 12, 26. Yes. It says here, The righteous mm. should choose his friends carefully, mm-hmm. for the way of the wicked leads them, astray. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a carefulness is needed. It's easy to just, you know, throw yourself into a situation where there's maybe many people and you can pick and choose maybe in college or wherever you are, university or workplace. Oh, I'm just going to be friends with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But God, the Bible says very clearly here, choose very carefully. Why? Because there are certain principles of life that will affect you when you interact with other human beings. Mm -hmm. It's a law of life that you become more and more like the person that you interact yeah, with yeah. so depending on who that is mm-hmm. that will uh, you know come back to you a, a, a perfect example is you talk to me you know uh, and then i talk to you and you hear my accent and then you start talking kind of german yes I'm, I'm now german yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but you know I, I i notice this all the time when i talk to people i kind of start adopting their way of talking without oh. even wanting that oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. and so Uh, But this on a grand scheme of things, like the more time you spend with your friends, the more you become like them. So Mm -hmm. you want to choose someone who is focusing on Jesus Mm -hmm, uh, in that regard. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's another
3: Mm thing. Yeah. And to go along with that, there's a uh, Psalms also puts it in a slightly different way. It says, blessed is the man or happy is the man Mm -hmm. who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. It's talking about here the the person, the individual who seeks a companionship, who does not walk in the counsel of people who are ungodly, who does not uh, stand in the path of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful. Mm -hmm. And so it's talking about the influences of an individual, a person who surrounds himself not with negative influences, but with positive influences. I understand in my life that there are a lot of challenges that I have and the friends friends that I develop are designed to help me through these challenges.
0: Okay, Hold that thought Israel. When we come back after the break we're going to hear what Israel has to say about his friends and also the topic of what happens when friends betray you. Yitu brute, Stay with us.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions comments or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion
0: welcome back we were just reading psalms one uh one through three verses one through three it has these three states of where the man is he's walking standing and sitting and the the, psalm is giving us instructions on on in those three meaning really all the stages of of wherever you are on on what of who not to hang out with and so israel you're continuing
3: yeah well and well by contrast it tells us who who we should hang
0: right 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 right? Mm -hmm. implicitly yeah
3: and so uh i was mentioning before that for me, I understand in life the challenges that that, we're, that I'm facing, you know. There's so many things in my life that uh, that I don't like about my character. There's so many challenges that I might face at work. There's challenges that I might face at home with my children or with my wife, a spouse. And in in I, I have come to value more and more the friendships of individuals who have my best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is... To me, this is the most critical principle of, of a true and genuine friendship. Find a person that you can really trust yourself with, mm-hmm. that they're not going to be looking at, you know, oh, Israel's going through a hard time. Look at how, you know, how crazy his stuff is. Or I'm going to go tell someone else, hey, pray for Israel. He's, you know, he's about to have a divorce or his children are going to, you know, run away from home or whatever. But someone Which who... Is not the case, it's right? It's not the yeah, case. Yeah, I love my wife. <laughs> she yes, loves yes, me. Yes, amen, my kids love me amen, too. Amen, amen. And and uh, And so what we need is we need people who will, even though we have weaknesses will knit our own uh, souls with their souls so mm-hmm. that our problems uh, are 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 bared up also on their shoulders mm-hmm. or born on their yeah. on their shoulders to help us through this challenge one of, of one,
1: one of the ways okay. that one of the ways that um, you're asking about how to go about finding these friends that we really need um, a good friend of mine actually told me that when when she was in college she prayed that god would her friends, mm-hmm. godly friends, um, friends whose goals in life were similar to hers. I like to honor God, you know, and and she said to me, she said, "You are an answer to my prayer." And this was at a period in in our lives where it kind of life got kind of crazy, and it's hard to keep in touch. You know, it's hard to like talk on the phone and. And she was really faithful in making sure we connected and reconnected and kept in touch. And she said to me, she said, I'm not letting you go as a friend because you were an answer to my prayer when I asked Mm -hmm. God to send me a friend. Mm -hmm. And it it meant a lot to me. And I never thought of, until that point, I never thought of praying for friends. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Lord, please send me godly friends. (laughs) will help Mm -hmm. me to be a better Christian. Um, And since then, up to this stage in our life, she's she's prayed. She's like, Lord... um, um, for seeing a possibility of a relationship, please help us in our friend group to get right. into relationships about the same time, so that we're at a similar stage in life and we can pray with each other through mm. this stage. And we've gotten married around the same time with our group of friends. We've have children around the same age, and it's kind of crazy that she pray- she prays about this stuff, and God has been answering her faithfully. Mm. So I think prayer, you know, mm. just pra- from a practical experience, it is also- very practical.
0: Yeah. I've actually yeah. never thought about it either. I thought mm-hmm. friends are friends and and. <laughs> Forever, <laughs> for the Lord, for the Lord of them, a <laughs> the friend
2: would not say never. For the welcome it, not end. Right,
0: right. right.
3: see, oh,
2: see at the yeah. First.
1: yeah, but it's, it's what, what you're saying. You get to a stage where yeah. you become friends with your kids' friends, yeah. parents, and so she was praying that our kids could be similar ages so that we could continue to be friends because yeah, we're at beautiful. a similar stage. And yeah, I mean, if we're I praying mean, for our crazy. spouses
0: that much, mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. We pray for our friends and, and mm-hmm. that the, the, the right godly influences are, right, are right. similar. I'm just going to add
2: to what both of you are saying here. You're saying looking for friends who have the best interest in mind for you, especially spiritually. This is what's happening here in First in Samuel 18, mm. because Jonathan gives David his armor. He gives his position in a way. He, sure. He's like, here, here's the yeah. best armor of Israel. Crown Prince's here, armor. Here it is, because I recognize God's calling on your life. Mm. And to have someone who is so humble in your life, who will support you, even though that means that he loses his opportunities that is incredible now the reality is uh, is that there are not that many people out there that are like that yeah right. and you know we might be getting sad or frustrated and depressed like oh lord i don't have anyone like this please send me friends and he might answer it mm-hmm. praise god but i think in the meantime we can also ask god to make us like that right. i really believe god calls us to be to be a friend like that if you don't have one mm-hmm. uh and uh to to in that way um have a ministry. Uh, friendship as a ministry uh, of equals, though. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you know what? To me, what, what, as you're speaking, Jonathan, what kind of strikes me is that, um, although not everyone is going to ultimately have a spouse. There is, I believe, a friend for everyone. Yes. You know, and 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 sometimes if the friend is not obvious, like we do go to, through droughts, maybe friendship droughts. Mm. Uh, I, I'm looking back at my life, and I can and and I can see, I can trace the fact that even though I don't live close to my closest friends anymore, mm. all, you know, all you guys have moved away from <laughs> Michigan, um, the friendship still continues, and it still it still lingers. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually thankful. Some of the hardest moments in my life. Mm-hmm. At work, in my family life, uh, when you know I I lost my my father and my my brother, mm-hmm. it was it was actually this group, you know, it was it, it was this group that kind of helped uplift uh, uplift mm-hmm. me during some of the most difficult times. And so I'm, I'm I'm under the impression that as I look back on the highs of my life and the lows of my life, mm-hmm. that it has been. In every one of those instances, I've had, I've had the blessing mm-hmm. of friends being there to uplift me. And I know there's a lot of people who are ever like are wondering, man, am I ever going to get married or will I ever have a spouse? Or, the answer to some of these questions might be no, you know, you might never get married. But the opportunity to be a real friend to someone yes. is, I think, is there for everyone. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I love the principle of that iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And for me, as an only child, I have always want, have loved having friends. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought them, I thought of friends as more brothers and sisters. And there's something that I love the quote, uh, the phrase that, show me your friends, show me your company, and I know your character. Yeah. And there's just, you know, I I love being inspired by by even even you guys on the team here. There's different aspects that you have and the cool thing is the more as you said before, Jonathan, mm-hmm. the more that that I hang out, the these, these things that that I absorb, different ideas, even challenges, even the things that I disagree with, it's iron, mm-hmm. sharpening an iron and it toughens me up, not just toughen up like in a harder sense, but it toughens me up in a softer sense if that makes sense and yeah. and, and, and challenges me and, and and to be more Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And uh it's, it's, it's that form of character development that's just so attractive and so natural mm-hmm. yeah. uh, without being painful. Well, some yeah. of you guys are painful, but, yeah. but uh, some of you husbands are painful. Yeah. But it's 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 a, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. This is just a uh, kumbaya moment. No, well, it's you know,
3: <laughs> it, it's amazing to me that Scripture, when Jesus lived on this earth, he talked about family, right? Mm. He says, "If you don't, you know, love me more than your father, mother, whatever, mm. you can't be my disciple." Mm-hmm. But he also talks about friends, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Greater love has no man than a man lay mm-hmm. down his mm. life for his friends." And so, um, over and over in Scripture, you see the value that that God places on friendship Mm -hmm. and, and the need for companionship. I mean, when he created Adam and Eve, he created them because they needed each other. They needed help meets for one another. Mm -hmm. They needed someone that could, that could, um, that, that could fulfill their, their needs on, on an equal level. I mean, Mm -hmm. a dog is a man's best friend. I, I I really believe that, you know, I, I, um, my, my dog uh, just, we just had to put him down this uh, last spring and I remember, and to this day, sometimes when I come home, I'm, I'm thinking like, "Where's my dog?" You know, he used to come always, even in his old age, and yeah. and and greet me and whatever. But that would never be enough companionship mm-hmm. yeah. to uh, to make me to to wipe away loneliness out of my out of my life. And so God values friendship enough, and I think it's a it's an awesome act of love that He gives us friends to be able to experience the joys, mm-hmm. right? And and also be able to withstand the sorrows. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a beautiful act of love that God... You brought
0: up a great verse in John 15, 15, 14. Uh, you are my friends. John 15, 14. Jonathan, you're still looking for it? I was just looking okay. for that verse. No, it's okay, my friend. Yeah. Verse 14. You, friend. you are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you, no longer do I call you servants, mm-hmm. for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things I have heard from my Father and I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in me, in my name, that, I, that he may give, give you. This, the, the concept of friends for me has helped me to understand Jesus as a friend yeah. because, you know, as I speak to all of you, I speak to him the same way. But then as I get to know Jesus as a friend and I become like him, mm-hmm. it helps me to be a better friend back to my human friends. It's mm-hmm. this cool little relationship that, mm-hmm. that's symbiotic. And then, yes, just, just my friends, but as a better son, a better spouse, a better, better husband, and so Jesus is like the ultimate friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as cheesy as that sounds, really, when you look at the dynamics, that is what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I just pulling together what you were saying about um, Jesus as a friend. Um, the, the example of Christ's friendship that sticks out to me is just before he goes to the cross, um, when one of his closest friends. Uh, yes. Betrays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's crazy to me that they were they were up there, you know, and he's washing their feet, and he knows that Judas is about to go out and betray him, you know, into the hands of his enemies, and this he's about to go to the cross because of Judas's actions, and yet he's so gracious and so kind to Judas mm-hmm. still. Um, and when you think about being a friend, like what Jonathan was talking about, being that friend for somebody else. It's one thing to be a beneficiary of that kind of friendship. It's another thing to be that kind of friend, Mm -hmm. you know, to be the friend who puts themselves out there knowing that you're going to get hurt, you know, um, and being willing to to sacrifice yourself really for the benefit of somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, and. That Jesus was that friend, but we can't be that kind of friend unless we have that friendship with Jesus yeah. in the first right. place because He's the only one who could yeah, really. So do sometimes
2: that. friendship is not uh, an equal thing where you're getting the exact same thing back yeah. and you, you kind of go, oh, yeah, that's great. Sometimes it really is a sacrificial ministry. Mm-hmm. But God calls, I mean, that's what God does to us, He's the friend of sinners and so God calls us to do the same uh, to others. Well that's
3: what that's what would happen exactly in the life of Jonathan. Yeah. I mean it wasn't an equal relationship. Right. Jonathan didn't get an equal. It's not a partnership in business where hey, I'll give you my armor and then when mm-hmm. you become king, yeah. I'm going to be a co-king. It, you know, friendship is not designed. God's kingdom never works that way. Mm-hmm. It always and that's why Jonathan becomes the best example of right. friendship in scripture because he he's a person that totally surrenders mm-hmm. what he has and you know, in in my human uh, interactions with people, oftentimes I've come. Uh, everyone here has been betrayed by our friends, mm-hmm. and and what makes it so hard for us to forgive is the fact that we feel that we've given and not received. Mm-hmm. And and really, the life of Jonathan, the life of, uh, or the the words of Scripture rebuke that kind of a friendship. Mm-hmm. This is not a partnership; mm-hmm. it's a friendship.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the the guy's name. You guys will help me, but. <clears throat> I'm thinking of uh, Jonathan's son. Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, yeah. I mean, years later, Jonathan has died, Saul Mm -hmm. has died. The the house of Saul is gone, except for Mephibosheth, who was uh, a crippled boy. And and uh, David extends Mm -hmm. a seat to to Shad, I mean that's just the cool, the next generation right. of friendship. Continuing For Jonathan's along. sake, mm-hmm. uh, how many of you out there are are needing good friends, or you're wanting to show Christ's friendship to other other people? Because oh, this, this can only be done by the grace of God. And uh, I've been so benef- uh, I've been so so gracious that God has given me wonderful friends. We want to extend our friendship to all of you watching out there. Thank you for watching Inverse. You've been a blessing to us on social media and on inversebible.com.org uh, and on Facebook and whatnot. Please send us more of your encouragement. We'd appreciate it. And we want to send more encouragement back to you through our prayers. God bless you. We'll see you next week here in Inverse.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako and your host Justin Kim Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel television that changes lives for this and more inspiring episodes visit inverse.hopetv.org find us on social media hashtag Inverse Bible until next time this is Inverse